You're the one we praise. You're the one we adore. And he's the one that can renew us day by day. I hope you believe that, that God can renew us every single day, day by day. And that's what it's all about, day by day renewal. I heard it said that the road to success is a day by day process. And as I read that quote, as I thought about that in our daily lives, isn't that exactly how it is in the Christian life? It's a day-by-day process. Our walk with the Lord, our maturity in Christ is a day-by-day process. We can't get ahead of God. We've got to be in step with Him. We can't get ahead of Him. He will lead us step-by-step. So in order for us, church, to be spiritually renewed... Here's here's, here's some things we must do. We must submit ourselves. That means coming under the authority of God Almighty. And in doing so, this is what happens. We become more and more like Christ. We We begin to look more and more like Him. After all, isn't that the goal of our life, to be to be like Jesus? I thought about it this week. See, God didn't create us to be rich and famous, even though some people are, but God created us to be exactly like his son, Jesus the Christ. Let's turn in our Bibles to 2 Corinthians chapter 4. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, and let's just look at three verses And I want us to look at five significant points from three significant verses. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 16, 17, and 18. It reads this way. Therefore, we do not lose heart. Even though our outward man is perishing, yet the inward man is being renewed. There it is. Underline that. Highlight it. Renewed day by day. For our light affliction which is but for a moment, is working for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. That light affliction is bringing about the eternal glory that one day we will receive. Verse 18, while we do not look at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporary But the things which are not seen are eternal. The word of the Lord. Father, thank you for these three verses of Scripture this morning. And I pray now as we study together, as we fill in blanks on our study guide together, as as we look at your word together, Lord, show us what it is you want us to leave here with this morning. We pray in your name. Amen. So the first thing you see on your handout is that we must not faint or lose heart in our commitment to Christ. Now, how many of you believe that it is easy to lose heart, it is easy to faint, it is easy to throw in the towel, it is easy to quit? We all agree with that. But Paul here is saying this, instead of giving up, instead of throwing in the towel, this is what Paul is telling us. He concentrated on the inner strength that comes only from the Holy Spirit. Flip over to the book of Ephesians, chapter number 3, verse 16. 
that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might through his spirit in the inner man, that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, that you being rooted and grounded in love may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the width and length and depth and height to know the love of Christ which passes knowledge that you may be filled with the fullness of God. Jim Valvano, the legendary coach, young man who died very young, 47 years old, I believe it was. He was the University of North Carolina State Wolfpack basketball coach. And in one of the speeches that he gave when his fight against cancer, he said these words, don't give up, don't ever give up. As I read that, as I listened to that speech again this year, that I've, uh, this week that I've heard probably a hundred times in my life, I began to think that we must not let anything defeat us. Now think about it, church. Not people, not circumstances, not being exhausted, not being persecuted, not even opposition. Nothing, absolutely nothing should be allowed to drive us away from Christ, nor keep us from being the witness that the Lord Jesus wants us to be for him. Isaiah 40, you, you know this verse, Isaiah 40, chapter 31, uh, chapter 40, verse 31 says this, but those who wait on the Lord shall renew, there it is, shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. We must not faint or lose heart in our commitment. Number two, our body is perishing each day. We do not lose heart. Even though our outward man is perishing. These old earthly bodies in which we live, God didn't give them to us to have forever here on earth. Because see, we're all in the process of, of wasting away and the process of dying. How many of you here this morning realize that, that your body is telling you that you can't do some of the things that you used to do? Anybody in that, anybody in that boat? I think we're all there. <clears throat> Unless you're a real young person and spry and energetic in all of that. According to the Guinness World Book of Records, the oldest married couple, John and Charlotte Henderson, have a combined age of 211 years. You may have seen that on the, on the news this week. He, John, is 106 years old. His wife, Charlotte, is 105. And they've been married for 80 years. Boy. When asked about their longevity, uh, they said this. I quote, In our ages, we've slowed down somewhat. Really? We've slowed down somewhat. We used to go on cruises, they say, but now we have to take it easy. Like, we like watching sports and talking about what we're going to do tomorrow. They went on to say, the key to our long life has been not dwelling on the past, exercise, and having positive attitudes. Now listen to the last thing they said. One other thing they said may have contributed to their long life is not having children. <laughs> children. Folks, these old bodies, Scripture says, our outward man is perishing. But what does it say for number three? Our spirit is being renewed day 
by day. Yet the inward man is being renewed day by day. Now here's how that works. We're being renewed day by day when we draw close to God. Now is there a daily time in your life that you're drawing close to God? Now let's be honest with ourselves, okay? We, we can fool ourselves, but we can't, uh, we can't fool God. Is there a time in our place, in, in our life, daily, when we draw close to God for strength, for growth, for relief, if you will, for, for deliverance? All kinds of, word, of verses we find about uh, strength and growth and deliverance. The Lord is our refuge and strength, the psalmist writes. Peter says, but grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Psalmist writes, for he will deliver the needy when he cries. I sought the Lord and he heard me, listen, and delivered me from all my fears. The Lord is my rock and my fortress, the psalmist writes. My deliverer, my God, my strength in whom I will trust. My shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. But let's remember this. It, that's, that's a process. And the Holy Spirit has to be involved to renew us as we draw close and close, closer and closer to Him each and every day. And as we do that, folks, we, begun, we begin to look more and more like Jesus in the way He acted, in the way He treated people, in the way He loved people. Psalm 119 says, I seek you with all my heart, Isaiah writes in 50, Isaiah 55, 6, Seek the Lord while, may, while he may be found. Jesus tells us to seek first the kingdom of God. It's like a campfire. It becomes brighter when we pour, when it's fuel, when we put a new piece of wood on it, we put some type of lighter fluid on it. It becomes brighter. It's being renewed. It's being revived, if you will. Fourthly, our troubles are light when compared to the glory we will receive one day in heaven. Our troubles are light. That's what the scripture says. For our light affliction, which is but for a moment, is working for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. Here's, here's the picture. Picture set of scales, okay? Right here, picture set of scales. <clears throat> the kind that, that, that you use in, in chemistry labs and all where you... Where once we put more weight here, it goes down, this side goes. So picture that if we, with me, if you will. It, it balance our troubles on one end and the eternal glory that we will receive one day on the other end. And guess what's going to happen to our troubles when, when we start talking about the eternal glory? See, the eternal glory far outweighs these temporary troubles that we're going through. That seem like forever, don't they? They seem like they last forever sometimes. Having a bad day, having a bad week, your family member is sick, you're going through this or that or the other, but in comparison, it's no comparison. Scripture says it's light for our light affliction, which is but for a moment. Eternal glory. What, what, what does that mean? Eternal glory. It means one day all of this that we go through, this suffering, these difficult days, will come to an end. And this is what God will do. God will restore us. He will make us brand new. He will make us strong and, and firm and established for just a short while, forever and forever. 
And lastly, our eyes should not be focused on the physical and temporal, but on the spiritual and eternal. While we do not look at the things which are seen, but the things which are not seen. The things which are seen are temporary, but the things which are not seen are eternal. See, being renewed day by day is based on your and my ability to look beyond the physical to what? To the spiritual. To look beyond the present, and I know the present is important, but the future is important as well. And to look beyond the invisible, the visible to the invisible. Those things that we think mean so much to us will one day be gone away. And all too often, we tend to get hung up on the physical and the present in the temporal things. It skews our life. It messes us up. It, It gets us out of focus, as we talked about in Sunday school. So we're to look past the temporary, those things which are perishing, the things of this world, and we're to look to the eternal things, those things that we cannot see, the hope that we have in Christ Jesus, that pursuit of God and, and, and the Holy Spirit, that pursuit of those souls outside the family of God. Those are the things that ought to consume our every being. So here's the whole point as we finish. As, as we focus on the spiritual and the eternal, on Christ and on the great glory that he has planned for his children, then and only then will we be renewed day by day. Father in heaven, we thank you for your word today. We thank you for these three wonderful verses. What a beautiful reminder. Lord, that you renew us day by day. If we will just seek you, if we will just spend time with you, our hearts, our lives will be renewed. Lord, remind us, challenge us not to faint or lose heart in our commitment to serving you. Lord, remind us that these old bodies are are wasting away and they're perishing day by day. We're not promised tomorrow. We're not promised 105 years or 106 years like John and Charlotte Henderson. But Lord, help us to be ready when our day is called. And on that day, Lord, we will receive that glory, that eternal glory that is ours if we're your children. Lord, speak to our hearts during this time of dedication. We pray in your name. Amen. Number 304, let's stand together as we sing.